Entrepreneur Will Iverson talk about the question, will AI break capitalism? And like, think about how many things in your life that you buy where you don't try to repair them. You just toss it because there's no point. Yeah. So in that 90% unemployment world, if you don't have something like a UBI, then basically what you're saying is what? All those people are just going to starve and drop dead, right? Like, people aren't going to go for that. Yeah, then you're going to go down the path of revolution. So it seems like, yeah, you're basically stating that it won't work, <laughs> which, yeah, it, it, I suppose it wouldn't. Well, because enough people get disgusted with the system. Like, okay, we all opt in to pay our taxes. Let's be frank about this. I mean, yeah, there's repercussions if you don't. But we, for the most part, people opt in. And we opt in to agree that, yeah, when you're at a certain age, those people get different benefits. And when you're young, you kind of have less rights. Let's, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. So there's all these things we just all opt in and we kind of cooperate and accommodate. But yeah, if, if enough people are upset, you're just going to say like, screw that. I'm not going to, you know, why should I pay whatever I'm paying, be it mortgage or taxes, if, 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 I don't, if nobody's helping me be able to pay mortgage or taxes? Well, yeah. So, and it's funny, my, my, my son's in school right now and he's, he's in junior high and he's learning about a lot of government and rights issues and things. So he's using the language of rights to describe why he should, he should be able to stay up late. Right. All that fun stuff. Right. So one of the key things that you just touched on there was that was fairness, right. Either explicitly or implicitly like, well, by I pay taxes, the other guy doesn't pay taxes. That's not fair. Right. Right. And that's where the fairness side, what we have defaulted to is, well, if you want more out of life, you should work harder. And right. we sort of ignore a lot of things like how much money get people have because they just were lucky enough to inherit it. Right. Um, you know, passive income. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All the different things. And even passive income. Like it's like, oh, well, you know, you're not making money because you didn't sweat for it. Right. So there's this like really strange cultural thing, and it's much stronger in the U.S. Like right. people talk about how if you go to Europe and you ask people what do you do, they'll talk about their hobbies. Ah, interesting. Right? But if you go to somebody in the U.S. and you ask what do you do, they're going to talk about their job. Their whole identity is built around that, right? Yeah. It's where even a lot of people, when they retire, so they worked their whole life, they saved up all their money and they're retired. And people for years after they retire will have this sort of weird anxiety feeling potentially about their identity because they're not working. Hmm. So like how much of your identity and self-worth comes from that? Right. I don't really put a lot of stock in that long-term personally. Um, everybody has a weekend, hopefully, Right. So if you've ever taken off for the weekend and you've had a Saturday and Sunday to do what you want, 
you probably could still feel good about who you are in your life having a weekend off. I, so I, I think so, but you were a business owner and you survived that. So you, you didn't, your weekends didn't become your, your, your work. You somehow kept that balance. No. Yeah. Well, and that's actually absolutely. And it was part of that was I, I was able to compartmentalize. Oh, okay. So the, and that actually sort of is sort of touches a little bit on, well, why am I not doing it today? Right. Basically, part of what I found to be a real big grind about running a company and was, and this is so hilarious in a way, but it's what would happen is, is I kept being sort of the final escalation point for a lot of HR issues and a lot of client issues, right? So there's sort of this phrase floating around, which is all jobs represent a market inefficiency. <laughs> okay. Right. We were doing consulting work. By definition, consulting work is you work an hour, you get paid for an hour, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if you could go to any of the clients and say, would you rather have a robot that just did it? They probably would say yes, right? right. So the short is, is like, no, I, I personally tried very much to keep myself compartmentalized between the work stuff and, and it's like on the weekend, I'm going to do my own thing and hang out with my family and whatever. And part of that was because... If you, if you burn too hard, then you wind up burning yourself out and then you can become grumpy or irrational or what have you, and then you can make mistakes or have problems. And so, especially as you become more senior in an organization, if you can't manage your time and your energy and your ability to execute well, then you're going to create a lot more problems. Mm -hmm. But that notion of I'm going to measure my capabilities or my output in how many hours I work, that's actually bad management cliche 101 thing. Like if I hear somebody saying, and it's it's obviously a slider, right? Like in our world today, 40 hours is considered the standard work week, mm -hmm. right? But it's a little arbitrary. And in the US, we're super flex about whether or not we are going to stick with that or not. There are people who are going to say, well, the normal's 40, but I'm just going to like dominate by like working 60, right? But are they working smart or are they working dumb, right? Because if you put in 60 hours, but you get so burned out that you're screwing up at work and you break your family life, did you do yourself any favors? Right. And this actually directly ties back to part of the problem with the AI stuff, right? So if I go in and into work and I think that, oh yeah, the way to be successful is to burn 60 hours a week. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to go in and work 60. But then there's another guy on the same team. And his model is, I'm going to work 25 hours. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to use chat GPT or other AI tech to just completely blow out. Right? So who's the smart one? <laughs> we want to get that uh, the second guy to work 60 working with ChatGPT so we even get more productivity. No, I'm, I'm joking. But, but yeah, no, yeah, no, well, yeah, 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 that's I, exactly I, the psychology. <laughs> and that's how you wind up with a 10 per 90% technological unemployment. Okay. Oh, right? really? Uh, yeah, because what? imagine, like, if you said, hey, you're going to run a company, right? But everything is you interacting with the AI, right? The AI, and maybe this is where it gets really bonkers because they're showing demos where they wanted, they were tasking ChatGPT to perform tasks, but ChatGPT didn't have the ability to go online. 
And so ChatGPT would generate scripts to then send a Fiverr to hire a human to do the task. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right. ChatGPT became the employer. <laughs> Right, or the middle manager. Subcontractor or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Growing up has never been easy, even in prehistoric Mesopotamia. Young Akia was the runt of a tribe that's legendary for feats of strength. But Ikea prefers feats of intelligence. However, that gets him no respect from his peers. He gets into more trouble when he accidentally disrupts his tribe's corner on the market of hauling goods due to his invention of using levers. This idea becomes so popular that the neighboring tribes no longer require his own tribe's services. To make matters even worse, music television marketers from the future are meddling with the culture of the region. At first, Akia is excited by the strangers, but then realizes that there is a danger in becoming dependent on their gifts. But the strangers pull is drawing the youth away from all of the tribes. So Ikea must find a way to save his people, join the music television marketers with their technological magic, or join with his elders who had rejected him. Caveman Funk, a novelette by Lancer Kind, is available on Amazon Kindle. Check out the show notes, and there you will find goodies about more of Will's activities, such as his uh, guest appearances on Sci-Fi Thoughts, about his space opera video game he published called Blaze Sky, available on Steam. This series started in episode 238. Go to scifithoughts.space and enter 238 into the episode search box and you will find the start of the series there. Next episode, more Lancer and Will. Star Trek, probably the way that kind of maths out is it looks like everybody has about what today would be somewhere between 120 and 250K equivalent UBI salary. Right. Right. So it's enough that if you just want to chill, you're doing just fine. It solves one of the problems in Star Trek, which is like, well, but I want a warp capable spaceship. Right. Well, if I have a UBI that maybe I get 200,000 a year, but a spaceship costs 20 million. Right. Well, that's not enough for me to get a spaceship. So now I still have a reason to maybe want to join Starfleet. 